You're listening to the Daily Sweat Podcast, where we are all about doing something that makes you sweat every single day. I'm Ariana, a personal trainer, life coach, and passionate advocate for helping you live a healthy life on your terms. Hello, hello, friends. Welcome to episode four of the Daily Sweat Podcast. And today we are talking all about what processed food taught me about holistic health. What? Yes. I want to talk about processed food today. And not in the kind of way of, oh my God, processed food is so bad for you. You should only be eating whole nutrient-dense foods. And if you're not, you're killing yourself because there's enough of that out there. Prior to 2011, my eating habits were, shall we say, less than stellar. I kind of cringe just thinking about them. (laughs) But yeah, I ate a lot of sidekicks. I ate lots of craft dinner. I ate lots of frozen meals that I would buy because I also lived in the Yukon and at a ski resort where I didn't have access to a lot of fresh food. And to be quite honest, I didn't really care either. I was drunk most of the time and I just wanted to eat whatever was easiest. But in 2011, I started to get bit by the health and fitness bug and not to a large extent by any means. I was still partying a lot, but I started to pay a little bit more attention to the foods that I was eating. And by paying a little bit more attention to the foods I was eating, I mean, maybe like three or four or maybe even five meals out of the week, I would have at that time considered them to be nutritious. It's not that I was kidding myself before. Like when I was eating all of the sidekicks and stuff, I knew that I wasn't eating well, but like I said, I didn't care. So gradually my focus started to shift. You know, I realized that the foods that I was putting in my body weren't that great. I knew there was no nutritional value and I knew that I wanted to lose a little bit of weight. I had started to look like I drank and ate the way that I drank and ate and I didn't want to look like that anymore. So I started to make some really small dietary changes. And when I started out, I thought I was eating healthfully, but I was eating those boxes of egg whites that you dump in a pan and it's just kind of gross and creepy. Um, I was eating fiber one cereal. I actually used that as breading and I would bread my chicken with crushed up fiber one cereal. And I would, um, what other kind of veggies did I do? I made zucchini sticks. I made cheese sticks. So I would take low fat string cheese, dip it in egg, and then roll it around in fiber one cereal, which just sounds so disgusting now that I even say that. And then sometimes I would take those cheese sticks and I would flatten out a chicken breast and I would roll the cheese stick covered in fiber one up in the chicken and then I would dip the chicken in fiber one. Doesn't that sound so gross? Um, Maybe with good breading and stuff. I do love me a good chicken cordon bleu, but that was just not nice. Anyway, I did all of these things thinking that I was eating a nutritious diet. And if you look at all of those things that I was eating at that point, and you compare them to what I was eating previously, yeah, there was definitely some more nutrition in there. There is arguably a little bit of nutritional value from fiber one because you get a crap ton of fiber. Um, I don't know what all the other stuff they say in there. I have a feeling our bodies probably can't process most of it. But, you know, there was a little bit more nutritional value than eating, say, a can of creamed corn for breakfast, which I definitely used to do. 
I would, what else did I eat? Um, those lean cuisines and those freezer, like low calorie freezer meals, those were definitely my jam throughout 2011, even a little bit into 2012. Um, lots of fiber one bars. I really like the fiber one for some reason. But through all of this time, you know, looking back now, I would, um, it's not that I would never, never eat those things because if I'm starving and you put a lean cuisine in front of me and I haven't eaten in a day, I'm probably going to eat the lean cuisine. But it's not something that I would choose or recommend to somebody as part of a nutritious diet. But that being said, we need to look at our journeys in steps. And if you're coming from a point where you haven't eaten anything that's green or anything that hasn't come out of a box in like 10 years... Eating, say, some low-fat string cheese or one of those lean cuisine freezer meals is a step up. It's maybe not the step that you want to be taking that, you know, is your end goal, but it's a step in the right direction. And there's a lot of focus right now on what seems to me like food shaming, putting people down for their food choices, putting people down because they're not making their own salad dressing or because they bought bread and they didn't make it. We didn't make our own pizza dough, so oh my God, we shouldn't be eating this pizza. When really, A, like sometimes you just want to eat some craft Dinner, whatever, it's not good for you, but if you want to eat some craft Dinner now and then, eat some craft Dinner. Don't tell anyone I told you that though. <laughs> but B, it can seem really, really overwhelming to go from where you are to exactly where you want to be in one big jump or one big step. If you are currently living off a diet of Domino's pizza and you know that theoretically you would probably benefit from cooking all of your meals at home and eating a variety of vegetables and proteins and things like that, To just one day decide, you know what, I'm not going to eat Domino's anymore. I'm going to cook everything at home and it's going to follow all of these different dietary protocols. That's going to be a big jump. And yes, there are definitely people out there who are committed and they just make that switch right away. But for the vast majority of us, we're going to just be so overwhelmed with what steps we need to take and where do we start and what do I buy and how do I cook all this stuff that you just end up saying, screw it, and you don't do it. And you keep eating the Domino's pizza. So what's the transition step? For me, that transition step was eating the lean cuisines. It was trading in my Lipton sidekicks for a piece of chicken coated in fiber one. Again, not ideal, but a step ahead of where I was before. And what that step ahead got me into, it got me paying attention to the foods that I was eating. So I wasn't necessarily paying attention to the things that I personally now would say are right. I was looking more at calorie totals. I was worried about having too much fat. I didn't care if there was a ton of added sugar in place of the fat, but it got me looking at food labels. It got me thinking about what I was putting in my body. And sometimes I would think about what I was going to put in my body and think, you know what? I don't want the lean cuisine. I want the sidekicks and I'd go and eat them anyway. But again, it got me to be more intentional about my food choices. And that is really where the power comes from, where the transformation comes from, is being aware of what you're doing and what you're thinking And then choosing to either take action on those thoughts and actions or choosing not to take action. 
When we have these transition steps, it makes the journey much less intimidating. It makes it much less overwhelming. Because if we can see that end goal and we break it down into steps and milestones to help us get there, it's going to seem a lot more manageable than having to change everything all at once. And this applies to nutrition habits. It applies to fitness habits. It applies to any area of your life. If you're wanting to get a new certification or get a new job or start a business, seeing where you think you should be and then comparing that to where you are now, which is probably very, very far off, can be very disheartening and it can be very overwhelming. So that's where the transition comes in. And sometimes you don't even necessarily have to know that you are taking a transition step. When I started eating, you know, all the fiber one crap and everything, I didn't look at that as a stepping stone that would get me closer towards cooking all of my meals myself. It was just at the time with the knowledge that I had, I thought that that was a nutritious choice. And through learning more about nutrition and eating those better foods, I started to get more into educating myself. And I started to learn that, hey, there's actually better options than what I'm having now. So let's explore those options. So sometimes you don't know what you don't know. And there's something really beautiful about just taking a step and not knowing if it's the right step, but knowing that it is a different step from what you're currently doing and trying it and seeing what comes of it. I was reading a business article, and unfortunately, I don't remember who the author was, or maybe it was even a podcast. I don't know. But this just really stuck with me. And what the guy had said was that way back in the day, he didn't know really anything about his area of now expertise. He didn't know what to do or what all the right steps were. And now, 10 years later, he still doesn't know everything but he is less wrong now than he was before. And in five years, he's going to be less wrong than he is now. And five years from then, he's going to be less wrong than he'll be in five years. So it's not about being able to do everything perfectly right off the bat. It's just about doing things a little bit better than you're doing them now. Because what that does is it sets things in motion. It gets you focusing on a new way of being or acting or thinking. It opens you up to new areas of exploration and education. And ultimately, it will lead you closer to where you want to be. So what did processed food teach me about holistic health? It taught me to be more mindful about what I put in my body. And I don't think I knew that mindful was a word at that point, but that's really what it was. It taught me to read food labels. It taught me to consider the possibility of a new way of eating, a new way of being, a new way of thinking. And from there, so many wonderful things opened up. Like I said now, there's no way in hell you will catch me eating a chicken breast rolled in fiber one. But now I like to find other ways of getting creative with my food. So my point here is not that I want you to run out and stock your freezers with lean cuisines and fill your fridge with low-fat string cheese. My point is that I want you to be compassionate with yourself about where you're currently at and to understand that if you know that all areas of your nutrition need improvement and you have an idea of what that improved step could be, but it seems really far off and overwhelming, 
just take a smaller step. A smaller step in the right direction is still a small step in the right direction. And you can build on that step as you get more comfortable and more knowledgeable and as you learn more information that helps you become less wrong. So that's all I've got for you today, friends. I hope you found this helpful and I would actually love to hear from you on this. Do you have any areas of your health or well-being where you are currently less wrong than you used to be? If so, I would love to hear all about that from you. So maybe you know more about fitness now than you knew, say, two years ago, and you absolutely cringe when you think about the things that you used to do. Or maybe you know way more about nutrition now like I do, and you laugh at yourself about all of the things that you used to eat like I do now as well. So feel free to come find me on Instagram at evolution by Ariana, and then send me a DM and just let me know about what you are less wrong about now than what you used to be wrong about. Thank you so much for your time and your energy and for allowing me to hang out in between your ears. And I will chat with you next time. Bye. If you enjoyed today's episode, I don't think I need to tell you that I would absolutely love if you would hop over to iTunes and leave a review. As always, your support means oh so much.